The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 8th chapter. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. The large catechism says in the explanation to the first commandment that a God is the term for that which we are to look for all good and in which we are to find refuge in all need. Now the word God is in quotes with a small g because the catechism is making the distinction between an idol and the one true God that has a capital G. This distinction culminates with idols fixing your gaze so that you can't see anything but it, and God revealing the truth so that you see everything clearly. The idol blinds with lies, and God reveals the truth. In today's Gospel reading, Jesus discusses with those who believe in him how they need to be set free. Now it's worth mentioning that Jesus is discussing these things with those who believe in him. It should be the perfect audience where they receive what he says and believes it. But this is not exactly what happened. Because they believe Jesus as long as he fits into their vision of their reality. However, Jesus is trying to get them to see the truth about who he is and who they are. These people loved what they thought being the children of Abraham meant. They loved their heritage, their history, their religious life, which were all good things about who they were. But they were blinded to the truth. They tell Jesus that they have never been enslaved. They must have forgotten the truth that they were enslaved by the Egyptians and the Babylonians, not to mention the practical enslavement of the present Roman occupying forces. But they really could not see their primary enslavement. Jesus was most concerned with their slavery to sin and how he, as the Son of God, would set them free. Blinded by their love for their heritage, history, and religious life, Jesus was there to reveal how those things were not the point, but actually pointed to him. Jesus would set them free to live an abundant life where they could see God 
who loves them with the truth about their slavery to sin and his rescue through the forgiveness of sins. Rather than fixing their gaze on the idol of the good, Jesus wants them to see him so they would see the truth and see the way things really are. Elizabeth Scalia, in her book titled Strange Idols, coined a term, super idol, which is a unique sort of idol that doesn't simply block part of our vision of God, like money, power, and fame, but actually makes us think we're seeing God in our blindness. The super idol actually takes over our vision of reality and becomes all we see so that we can't even see God if he stands in front of us. Or worse, if God were to stand in front of us, we would see him as evil rather than the highest good. One of these super idols Scalia describes is the idol of the cause. She makes a great point about how good causes enthrall us so our vision is easily obscured to the point that we replace God with the cause. And the most diabolical way this happens is through a twisted conception of love. You see, there are great causes that deal with love of country, love of community, love of church, love of traditions, love of babies, love of freedom, love of life. We love these things. We love these causes so much we actually participate in activities to support them. But sometimes, perhaps because of pure commitment to the cause, or perhaps because we love our perception of ourselves loving these causes, we become fully enthralled activists with our perspectives <coughs> so narrow that there's little room for anything else. The good cause cuts off our vision until mercy, compassion, and forgiveness are invisible. And there's only room for battle to make sure that everything fits within our cause. We're no longer able to see the one we actually believe in. Today we celebrate the Reformation, which can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people, but it must be a day about the truth, Jesus. Reformation isn't about Lutheran heritage, history, or religious life, but it's about the truth. It's about Jesus. While our Lutheran heritage, history, and religious life are all good things and should be celebrated, when this day becomes only about them, we're blinded by the super idol, the Lutheran cause. When Reformation Day becomes a day to celebrate how we're no longer like those people, or how we no longer belong to that group, we become blind to our primary enslavement, our slavery to sin. Reformation Day is not about replacing one idol for another, but it's about revealing the Savior. Reformation Day is about being set free from sin by Jesus, because he is the only one who can do it.
It's about telling the truth about our relationship with God and with one another. Only with Jesus we can be totally engaged in our heritage, history, and religious life, or whatever other good we love. Because when Jesus fixes our eyes on Him, we begin to see our loves in light of Him. Which means we repent of those times when our love turns into something else. And celebrate when our love is aligned with Jesus. When we have Jesus in our sight, our passionate engagement now celebrates the truth about our Lutheran past, but also looks forward to our future. See, today, Reformation Day celebrates both our past and our future because we're all forgiven in light of Jesus' death on the cross and are drawn into his Eucharistic presence to become one body. This means Reformation Day is really like every other Sunday where we gather to repent of our sins, receive God's gifts of forgiveness and divine presence, and rejoice in what he will do among us and in us. So happy Reformation Day. May our Lord Jesus continually forgive us and reveal the truth so that we may live his abundant life together now and for eternity. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.